What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Adam Gusky. This is another episode of the Matt Awareness Podcast. Um, if this is your first time watching it, skip the next 15 seconds. Otherwise, before it starts, please make sure you've subscribed, left a rating and review for the podcast. It would be much appreciated. Anyways, let's get it rolling. Uh, so what was my life growing up with my family, and uh, how did I get into wrestling? Um, growing up, you know, my dad was a high school wrestling coach down in Cincinnati, where I'm from, and he would do um, he coached at Sycamore, which would which is where I would end up going to school, and then Lakota West, who was a really good team um, during that time, and uh, they had a couple state champions, Matt McIntyre and Bo Torres. I think Bo ended up wrestling at Ohio State, but um, yeah, growing up, uh. And getting to you know getting to be around that just that kind of environment and you know getting to meet all those guys and you know kind of made them my role models and and you know wanted to be wanted to do what they were doing and stuff like that so that's kind of how I got into it. Um, I have a little brother. He's uh, 13 months younger than me, so you know relatively close in age. And for the most part, we kind of stayed around the same size up until probably junior high, and. That's when I kind of started to go up towards like the 180s, 190s, and he kind of stayed down at like 160, 150. So like not not too not too big of a difference, but you know definitely I was I was going up and uh, he was kind of staying the same, staying lean. But um, we we would always wrestle together, and and I think that's kind of one of the main reasons why I chose to wrestle, and I think that one of the main reasons he chose to wrestle. He wrestles um down at Thomas More. Uh, in Kentucky, but I think that's one of the main reasons that we kind of stuck with it, stuck with it because you know we could do it together, and you know playing football we never really we were in different age groups and you know we we never really got the, a chance to play, uh, never got the chance to play football together until like high school, and um, so you know getting to getting to be able to wrestle with them I think that played a big part into why we both continued to do it and you know why our um you know our dad kind of you know showed us showed us that early which i appreciated doing but um i don't think i really got <clears throat> excuse me i don't think i really got serious about wrestling until probably junior high um that's the first that's the first time i can remember my my 8th grade year specifically that's the first time i can really remember you know having a goal and you know wanting so badly to get it and uh it doesn't looking back it doesn't seem like a big goal at the like looking back but at the time i remember it was one of the most important things to me uh <clears throat> and that was when but yeah so like i was saying like that was the the first time you know i really had a goal that i wanted to achieve and that was you know win the district or win the uh the conference championship that was that was my big thing um, just because of the school I went to, we weren't really known for wrestling. Uh, we didn't have a lot of, you know, we had one state champ ever, and I was the second finalist. So, you know, it wasn't really like a, a wrestling powerhouse. And I don't know what, I don't know what clicked. I don't know what, you know, inside my head changed. But I was like, I really want to do this, and I really want to, you know, just see if I can, I can get this thing, this, this, this goal that not a lot of people from my school have done 
I just, I don't know something something about it just made me you know flip the switch in me and you know I used that um, as I went through high school and as I went through um, <clears throat> went through going through college. But uh, yeah, I ended up winning it. Um, GMC is my my eighth grade year, and I remember thinking like, dang, I didn't even think I, a year ago I didn't think I could do this. As as small as it was, that kind of like I said, it kind of flipped the switch in me. And uh, you know, I I carried that through high school, and I kind of used um, the attitude I had towards winning that. GMC title I I put that and I just I made it a blank instead of something I made it a blank and I made it I made it something where I could change so um you know in high school it wasn't it wasn't win that that conference anymore because I'd done that you know it was the next thing so I made it a blank and I kind of I kind of just inserted whatever I was trying to get go for at the time and through high school that you know that was win a win a state championship which I didn't get to do uh, I lost in the finals my senior year, and I I was undefeated going into state my my junior year, and I ended up losing to the same guy twice. I lost to him. He was a returning finalist. I lost to him in the quarterfinals, and I had to wrestle all the way back, and I ended up losing to him in the third and fourth place match. Uh, so you know that was that was really tough. And uh, you know my senior year, I ended up losing to Ben Darmstadt. Uh, and you know, I use I remember after the match. Um, I remember running to the tunnel and, you know, my dad, uh, he met me down there and I was already crying and, you know, he was, he was tearing up because he was in my corner and, you know, he told me he was proud of me and stuff and like stuff like that. And it was really emotional time. And he said, he told me, he was like, he's like, it's all right. He's like, it's okay that you lost because now you get to do something better. He's like, now you get to go to college with unfinished business. You know, you get to go to college not having achieved what you wanted to, and you felt that hurt, but now you get another chance. So, you know, that really motivated me, and, uh, you know, just going to Ohio State, you know, I thought that's where I could become the best person and the best wrestler. Um, you know, like Coach Ryan says, meet your genetic potential. That's where I thought I could get it done, you know, for the most part I've been uh, I've been right. So Uh so what was the recruiting price process like at with Ohio State where you recruited or did you have to work hard to get on the team? Um, you know, the recruiting process it was I didn't really I didn't really talk to anyone from Ohio State until um after senior nationals and uh, I ended up getting third at senior nationals um after my senior year. And I remember it was uh, Blake Kaplan. Uh, he sent a sent like a Facebook message to me and my dad. And uh, Blake went to Sycamore, and uh, my dad coached him. And then he ended up going and walking on at Ohio State, and ended up being uh, an All American and a captain there. So he um he put us in this group chat, and he was like, "Hey Gary, uh, you know that if you place top three at in your states, then you could." go and train with Ohio State or train at their RTC program, which is something like that was new. Like I had never heard that before or I would have gone my junior year. But, um, yeah, I said, if you place top four at your state, then you can go and wrestle with the Ohio State team. And uh, I didn't know that at the time. So I was like, I told my dad, I was like, I got to get up there and wrestle with them. Like I got to, I got to just show them that, you know, I can, uh, 
I could go there and you know I could I could fit in there. So I remember I went to this practice. It was at their old, our old facility at Steelwood, um, which to me at the time was the biggest wrestling room I've ever I'd ever seen. So uh, because before that. Before I had gone to Ohio State, I was really talking to uh, Coach Coach Greenlee of, uh, at OU, and I was that was really where I was going to go, um, just because they were my only, you know, kind of D1 team that was interested in me at all. Uh, so yeah, I was, it was really I told you know everyone that was around me at the time. I told my dad, I was like, I think I'm probably going to go to OU. And uh, at senior nationals, I beat one of the other kids that was committed committed there, uh, Jaeger. I ended up beating him, and I was like, okay, like, I could go to OU and, you know, be the be the guy there. So that was, like, kind of my thinking. And I was going to stay at 97. But, um, yeah, when I was at Senior Nationals, it was really just planning on going to OU. And, and it wasn't until I went to that practice at Ohio State. Uh, I remember wrestling with, like, Colin and, and Jack Rosema and some of those guys. And, uh, you know, doing doing – you know, pretty good. Like just take, like got to take down, snuck a couple, but um, you know, just just trying to prove that I could fight, and you know, I was willing to fight with these guys. So that was really cool. Like looking back on it, and I remember after the practice, Jay came up to me, and he was like, "Hey man, uh, we like we liked what you saw from you today. Like, do you want to come up and you know, we'll show you around a little bit?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah." Like that, that was like the biggest. You know, I remember at it was. <laughs> Looking back, it's funny just thinking about it, but I remember at Ironman, I wrestled Kevin Snyder, and you know he was ranked pretty, like I think he was ranked 13th at the time, and you know I was I was like, dang, it's gonna be a good match, you know this is, everyone came up to me they're like, you know who you're wrestling, right? And I was like, no, I never heard of this kid, and he's like, he's like, dude, that's Kyle Snyder's brother, and I was like, oh dang, I was like, okay, well here we go, we got to fight tomorrow, but um, yes, yeah, so I remember wrestling Kevin. And I ended up beating him, and I, I go up to my brother, and he, he was sitting in my corner. I go up to him after the match, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, when's, you know, when's Ohio State going to start talking to me? I just beat their boy. Uh, you know, me and Kevin are really close now, so I don't think he'll mind me telling that story. But, but yeah, I remember after that, it was, it was, like, it was like Ohio State was kind of just a dream. Like, I never thought. I would make it there, especially after not even going to state my, my freshman and sophomore year. You know, I thought you, know, you have guys like Bo and Micah and Nato go there, and they're all four-time champions. You got Kyle, who, you know, world champion, all that stuff. So it, it was really just kind of a dream. But, uh, yeah, after that practice, um, Jay asked me to come up on a visit. And he said there wasn't going to be any money for me, really, which I didn't even care about, honestly, at the time. I just wanted to go here. Um, so that was, it was kind of a, a weird, a weird thing, but you know, I, I have a Snapchat on my phone still of the day I came up to Ohio State for the first time and, you know, got shown around. It was like Coach Roselli, um, he was still here and, and Jay and Tom and just getting to meet them and, you know, talk to them. Uh, it was, it was super cool. And then I, I took a picture after we left and it was like that moment when you know you're about to be a Buckeye because, I knew that this is where I wanted to be no matter what. So that was kind of my how I got to Ohio State, really. Um, what were your early years training at Ohio State like uh, before you became known as Gas Tank Gary? Um, 
I would say when I first got here, the the thing that I remember the most is the running. Uh, I don't think I've ever ran so much in my entire life than we run in the like in the preseason, and you know just having having to meet certain times was really hard. And you know that so that was kind of one thing. And then another thing I remember is I'm trying to find the right way to describe this, but you know just kind of feeling a little lost. Uh, feeling a little bit like I didn't belong there, uh, just because, you know, you're getting beat up every day and looking back, you know, you're, you're thankful for it, but when you're in it, you know, you just think that it sucks and, and, you know, every day you're coming in, you're getting beat up by, you know, Kyle Snyder, Miles Martin, Colin, all these guys. And they're just, you know, they're, they're taking it to you and, you know, they kind of get, it's easy to get down on yourself, but, um, you know, I'm I'm glad that I had the the right people around me to you know keep keep me going forward and you know keep keep pushing me. But uh, it, what I want to say is that sometimes it could be it's kind of hard. I I talked about this a little bit earlier, but it's it's kind of hard when you don't know uh, really what you're training for. Uh, you know, being behind Kyle Schneider when I first got there, and then being behind Chase uh, last year. You know, it's 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 hard to. It's hard to have a goal in mind. It's hard to have, um, yeah, like it's it's hard to you know set yourself up for a goal when you don't really see what you're wrestling for. It's easy for the you know it's easy for the ten guys. It was easy for me this year. You know it's easy for the ten guys in the in the starting lineup to you know kind of look at the season and, and go okay well we're training for nationals we're training for big tens you know that's that's the goal like all this doesn't matter you know I could lose a match in you know december and that won't matter if i get it back in march you know so you know for the for those 10 guys for me this year it was it was easy because i had a goal in my i had i had nationals i had big tens i you know i had something to train for but you know when you're a when you're a red shirt or when you're a true freshman um it's not always easy to to see what you're training for it's not always easy to uh you know look in the future and say this 6 a.m lift is going to help me out when i'm you know, when I'm getting thrown into the lineup, you know, for the first time. So, uh, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of how I remember him. And, you know, I had a meeting with, uh, with Tom, you know, my true freshman year and he pulled, he pulled the bottom 13, uh, kind of like performers or like people that he thought, uh, could do better and weren't, and weren't doing it. Um, he, he pulled us all into an office during practice and you know he kind of he we were all before, our team meeting before practice you know he called out names he's like hey if i mention your name go to the meeting room and you know kind of sitting there and wait till i come so he called out 13 people and we went in there and like we're just sitting there we're like there's an ipad in front of us we're sitting we're like dang dude what what the hell did we do wrong but uh he comes in and he puts on this video for us and i think i'm not sure which baseball coach it was it was like louisville or something but uh, he put on a video of this coach, and he was talking about his players, and he was talking about how you need to work while you wait. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying about you know having a, not being able to see your goal, but uh, just just working while you wait. So he uh, <clears throat> he shows that video, and I remember afterwards everyone left the room, and he pulled me aside, and I can't remember if it was him or Jay, but they said he's like Gary, you were the you were the thirteenth person in this room. All right, he's like. You were the you were we were only gonna do twelve, but we wanted to pull you in because we don't want you to get lost, 
you know, being behind Kyle, being, you know, being behind, I think I was wrestled off Fox, but they ended up putting him ahead of me. Um, and I ended up beating him in the wrestle off and they put him ahead of me. So I was, I was really kind of the third guy. Um, you know, so it was, it was hard to, like I said, stay focused and, uh, look to the future, but, you know, that meeting, uh, really helped me and motivated me. And I told myself, I was like, I'm never going to be, you know, one of the bottom performers again. I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna work my tail off to, to get it done. So nothing has changed really, you know, <laughs> I'm still, the only thing that's changed is that now, um, you have a clear goal in mind, but, um, but yeah, we're, we're still working hard for sure. Um, okay. It's early January. The season has been a grind, and Kyle Snyder asked to practice with you that day. What can you expect this practice to be like? Um, so I actually have a funny story. So when he, when I first got to Ohio State, it was like probably like my first couple weeks on campus, my first couple weeks in practice. Um, we were doing, at the end of practice, you know, we were jogging, we were about to do live goes. And I remember, I remember Kyle, you know, big dude, shirt off, huge. And uh, he's looking around, and he goes, anybody need a partner? And I'm looking around, and I'm like, dang, Colin's got a partner. Miles got a partner. Rosemont's got a partner. Caldwell's got a partner. I'm like, damn, I'm the only one without a partner. So I raised my hand. I'm like, yeah, I need one, Kyle. So um, I think we were doing like a a three-minute go or something like that. And as soon as the whistle blew, I remember just being up in the air. He he lit. I was so I felt so slow. Um, it was the first time I wrestled him too. So, you know, I remember him just being picking me up in the air and just slamming me right his shoulder right in my my sternum. And I remember just the wind getting knocked out of me. And I remember just laying on my back for a second and I was like, oh my god, I gotta fight. I gotta fight. Um, yeah, that was literally the first first memory that I have of of Kyle Snyder. <laughs> so that was our first practice together. But um. A typical practice, you know, from then on out, I kind of got the feel of, like, kind of, you know, what 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 feel to give him and, you know, what um, what he was going to give me, um, you know, like intensity-wise and stuff, and, and it was intense. Uh, if you were if you were wrestling with – if you were practicing with Kyle, though, um, expect a hard hand fight. Expect uh, – expect to sweat early, uh, definitely. And um, – when the live goes come around, expect that low shot. <laughs> but um, you won't stop it, but expect it. Um, but yeah, that was probably you know just a typical typical practice with Kyle. Um, my first win in the Cavelli. The only way to describe it would probably be just surreal. It was kind of weird because um, you know early in the season, you know it was it was still up in the air about who was going me or chase and i remember it was before they didn't tell us who was wrestling that match until they did it a couple times they didn't tell us before the cornell match and they didn't tell us before the stanford match which was my first win um they didn't tell us who was wrestling so we did we were both warming up and we were both ready to go and it wasn't until probably like the beginning or the end of the first period of Collins match when they told me that I was going. Um, and we only had one singlet back there. So <laughs> um, I had the singlet on, thankfully. And, you know, I got to I got to go out and, and get the first win in the Cavelli Center. And leading up to it, it was, you know, it was a little bit of 
of nerves. One, because you don't know who's wrestling. And that kind of goes back to the thing I was saying where training, when you don't have a goal in mind, you kind of feel a little lost. You kind of feel like you have no direction. So, you know, that week of practice was a little weird. But, um, you know, wrestling with Chase and, you know, wrestling with those guys, it uh, it definitely gave me some confidence to whoever they were going to put out there. Um, we both knew that we were going to win. And uh, we were both excited to wrestle. You know, I'm sure Chase was really excited to wrestle as well, be the one of the first people to wrestle in the Cavelli Center. That was a really special moment for me. Um, hey, you know, just, you know, getting being able to, you know, kind of, show a new version of yourself that that people haven't seen before i think that's that was really exciting and you know this whole year just being able to show how much i've improved since i got to ohio state you know these guys that you know that you don't see them all the time but uh everyone in the in the program is getting better and you don't get to see that all the time and you don't get to see um some of the guys that you know work their tail off but um i'm glad I, I'm, I'm just glad i got the opportunity to you know show that you know i was doing uh what needed to be done if my name was called and i remember before that match i was really nervous because not because of who i was wrestling but because of just the situation uh you know wrestling wrestling chase you know i knew you know, Chase is a uh, NCAA qualifier. Uh, you know, he he was the guy. He was ranked as high as eighth in the country. So, you know, I knew that everyone expected it to be him, and everyone, you know, everyone kind of, you know, wanted it. You know, not wanted, but you know, expected it to be Chase. So, I knew that if I went out there and laid an egg, I knew that you know I might not get another shot. So, there was a lot of pressure from that, but I feel. This is the case with most of my matches. I, as soon as I touch hands, it's it goes away. So I told myself I was like, just get out there and get a hand on them, and get out there and get a hand on them, and you'll be fine. Uh, that was so that was my my first thing. And I going in, I didn't really my game plan was just win the hand fight. I didn't know I wasn't really I'm like I mean, I'm not really the most offensive wrestler. You know, chases is, is take ten shots and you know get them and. Uh, I'm not really like that. I'm kind of picking my spots. Maybe, I mean, definitely a little too much. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, going out, I just wanted to just wear him down and win the hand fight. Uh, and I think you saw. I think that was like the first time it kind of clicked. I was like, okay, you can win matches with the hand fight. You don't have to, you know, win matches with your leg attacks. You can you can win matches with the hand fight. And uh, that's that's kind of where I got him at the end. He was tired, and I pulled him back in. And uh, that was that was really pro I almost let him up a you know a second too soon. I remember the film session. Uh, Jay paused the video and there was like one second. You know I'm already standing up trying to celebrate. So <laughs> definitely um, close call there. But but uh, you know that was just I was just so pumped that I got it done and you know that I got to do it in front of my dad and you know in front of all those fans. It, it was really awesome and just like it being the first duel at the Cavelli. I mean. It, it was perfect. So how did I feel after beating Neville's in the in the Penn State duel? Um, I, I had mixed emotions. You know, going in, I was nervous. You know, well, going in, I had I had a you know I had the story all written out of my head. You know, I had it coming down to me. Um, you know, I had it 
obviously I had me being the hero. You know, you all, when it's your story, you always write yourself as the hero. So um, I definitely had myself, you know, winning it, and I believed I could beat him. Um, I knew I could beat him, and you know, after that, after I remember he uh, he drove me out of bounds and. He, uh, he ended up, like, scraping his knee or something like that where it was bleeding. And I remember I went over to the corner, and I was talking to, you know, Coach Ryan. And I told him, I was like, Coach, I was like, he's leaning on me. You know, I think I can get my shot. I, I know I can get this shot. The, um, I know I can get this specific shot that I wanted. And I told him that, and I, I, I motioned how I was going to do it. And <clears throat> that was kind of a turning point for me because I was like, okay, like, I, 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 can do, I can get this guy. Like, he's giving me the feel that I want. And, you know, when I got that last shot, it was exactly how I told Coach Ryan it was going to be. And, um, you know, I had to, had, to, had to pick him up for the you know the whole match. My dad was screaming, put him in the air, put him in the air. So I knew as soon as I got in there, um, I was going to put him in the air. And, you know, I did that and ended up riding him out for the win. And I remember just getting up. And in the film study, I was I was like, we were watching it back, and I was like, trying to pump up the crowd and, and Jaggers goes Gary there weren't there weren't any Ohio State fans there there's no one that's gonna pump and pump you up and cheer for you he's like you're not at the Cavelli Center so I was a little <laughs> it was a little different feel than being the Cavelli because you know they're not nobody's rooting for you in there um so it was definitely definitely one of the highlight matches um of last year just because of where it was you know you're wrestling in Bryce Jordan sold out in front of all these people um and because of what what was at stake, you know, we knew we could beat them, and you know we thought we were gonna get it done. Unfortunately, we didn't. But um, you know we're right there. So we flipped some of those matches at Big Tens, and you know that was that was fun to see. But you know you wish you got it done uh, in the duel. But it's it's it was awesome. Uh, and definitely like getting to see my dad's reaction afterwards. <laughs> you know he had. Um, people screaming at him and stuff, telling him to sit down. But you know, he he's a passionate guy, so you know, he was standing up, fist bumping. He said he thinks he hurt something in his shoulder. That shoulder still hurts from fist bumping so hard. But uh, yeah, that was definitely an awesome match. You know, afterwards, um, I was excited, but then at the same time, I was I was a little down because we we didn't win, and you know, some of the um, some of the guys I look up to uh, had tough matches, and you know came out on the wrong side but um we got him back so and we're ready to go um one of my favorite wrestling memories since i've been in, in college uh it's tough because there's so many there's so many you know awesome things that you get to experience you know so many awesome trips that you get to take uh one of my personally, one of my um, involving me favorite wrestling moments was probably after my Big Ten match uh, against um, Peniola from Purdue. Really tough match. Kid was a lot better in the hand fight than I thought. Uh, he was a lot better in the in the hand fight than I thought he was going to be, and uh, kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Kind of beat me at my own game a little bit, if uh, if I were to say, and. Um, but I remember after that match, you know, I was, I remember I took a Snapchat on my phone and I was like, we just made it to nationals, baby. It's official. And, you know, that was a, a big moment for me. I remember going up and, you know, hugging my dad and, you know, 
just a dream come true to be able to, you know, make it to nationals and call myself a national qualifier. Um, and then, uh, you know, getting to share that experience with my dad uh, was really cool. And I remember Jay came up to me a little bit afterwards, and he's like, hey, man, I didn't even congratulate you, you know, like, you just made it to nationals. That's kind of a big deal. He's like, I just expected that you were going to do it, and uh, and you did it. So, um it was really cool just you know that i mean that's the goal that i mean goal is to get to nationals place in nationals win nationals that's that's your goal every year so um it was really cool to to get to experience that um especially this year you know after putting in so much time you know you 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 see that it's worth it and you see that you know you got to do something not a lot of people get to do so that was really cool some of my other favorite wrestling moments um not involving me, I would say getting to see um, Colin wrestle when he wrestled Jaden Cox at St. John, had him on the ropes for a little bit, uh, almost pulled out the win in front of everybody. But uh, just remember, just remember that being like just a super gritty match. And um, another one that sticks out is Luke Pletcher when he beat um, Michik in Las Vegas. I remember we were sitting in his dorm room. I went over to. Uh, his place with with Cleary and we were sitting in there and we were watching him on the TV and we had like a bunch of soda we had a bunch of um flaming hot Cheetos and we were just watching screaming at the TV screaming for Luke uh that was a really awesome match and then you know that those two really stick out of my head the most um just and especially just knowing those guys and uh knowing knowing how hard they work to get there um yeah those are probably Two of my favorite favorite wrestling moments for sure. Oh, actually, I take it back. I got one more. When uh, you know, watching watching Luke get his first uh, Big Ten title over Nick Lee, I was standing right there by the mat screaming. Definitely, definitely up there for me. Definitely. So my daily routine in quarantine. Um, most days, if you can, if it's a Tuesday through a Friday, I'm waking up at 5:30, getting ready for work. Um, I usually work 6, 6 a.m. to uh, 1, and I work at Aldi's, obviously. But, um, but yeah, so that for the most part, I've been trying to work a lot just to, you know, gives me a reason to get out of the house and, you know, gets my day started early, which I makes me feel a little better when my day gets started early and not, you know, on those Mondays and Sundays. It's I don't usually get out of the house until, like, 2 or 3. So, you know, being able to get up early in the morning and kind of get your day started <clears> – <throat> I think it really helps me out. But yeah, so work until one usually, and then after that, uh, if I have homework, I'll come to my, back to my place and do it real quick uh, because I'm not gonna get anything done over Cleary's uh, over with Luke and Col- or with uh, yeah Eli and Colin. But uh, after that, uh, if I have homework, I'll go to Eli and Collins and Clay's. Uh, you know, we'll hang out, play some video games. Nothing exciting, really, uh, unless it, you know, we don't get many nice days, especially consecutively in, uh, in Columbus, but, um, if it's a nice day out like it is today, we might go out, play some Frisbee golf, I'm trying to talk them into, you know, playing some Frisbee golf, but, uh, for the most part, it's inside, it's playing video games, it's, uh, card games, hanging out, nothing, nothing too exciting, probably nothing too much different than, uh, what everybody else is trying to do, trying to stay busy. But, uh, yeah. 
Uh, so my favorite off-season food snack. Uh, I don't really have to have to limit it to you know off-season and in-season uh, season food. You know, Coach Ryan um, was always preaching at me to get a little bigger. And as the season went on, I you know I started the season at like 240, and by the end of the season I was like 227. I couldn't really get get any heavier than you know like 225 227 so you know he was kind of preaching at me to eat whatever i wanted and you know kind of kind of get a little bit bigger for nationals and stuff i remember uh jay was joking with me a little bit during practice um approaching big tens he's like would you rather be you know 225 qualifier or would you rather be you know 250 all-american so you know that was kind of kind of feeding into um i needed to get a little bit bigger but uh, i would say especially during this quarantine i don't know what it is but you know just i have been going through like a madman ribeye steaks i don't know what it is you know i i think it was late one night i was looking on like cooking instagram and stuff like that and i just saw this woman cooking a steak and i was like i think i'm gonna do that and you know i cooked one and then all of a sudden it was like every day i was cooking a ribeye steak uh, you know, today we got the, the flam and yawn, so, you know, we're gonna try something a little bit different, bigger piece of meat, you know, a little bit better, so, we're gonna try that out, and, uh, see how it goes, you know, the, the, I got a big, long lecture from the, um, the meat guy at Kroger's, I got a big lecture about how to, how to cook this thing right, so, we're gonna try it, and, uh, see how it turns out here, but, uh, I've, I've been on a roll lately of, you know, Steak and sushi. I don't know what it is, but uh, I'm I'm drawn to those right off the left well, rip. As soon as I walk in Kroger, it's it's straight to the seafood, straight to the steak. So that would kind of be I I I label that as my uh my favorite favorite food. And then snack wise, uh, I think all the guys will tell you this: uh, flaming hot Cheetos, Pringles, ranch Pringles, and uh, sunflower seeds. Uh, if I don't have one of those on me at all times, something is wrong with me. Something's wrong. Uh, call the doctor. But uh, yeah, usually I uh, <coughs> usually I ride with one of those three, and usually it's a combination. You know, if I'm going if I'm going steak, it's more likely going to be Pringles, and if I'm going seafood, it's more likely going to be um, flaming hot Cheetos. I don't know why, but uh, that's just how it goes. So. That would probably be my favorite, my favorite food and snack off the, off the top of my head. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. So that's what I'm gonna go with here. Okay, so my favorite sports team. Oh man. Um, besides the Buckeyes, probably. Uh, because you know OSU over everything. Um, say my favorite. So let's go. I'll just go. We'll go through all of them. Uh, favorite NFL team. Cincinnati Bengals, baby. Why? Because 513. We're repping. Uh, ride with the Bengals. We're going to get the first round pick. We're taking Joe Burrow. Uh, he's going to turn the franchise around. And, you know, here, one or two years, I see us making a deep playoff run. And then three or four years, I see us in the Super Bowl. So don't let me down, Joe. Um, I'm, put, I'm putting all my money on you. Turn it around. Uh, soccer team. Uh, we have a we have a soccer team uh, FC Cincinnati just got them. Um, before that, I didn't really care about soccer, but uh, yeah, FC Cincinnati. I uh, went to one of their games before they were a pro team, and they were playing Chelsea, and it was one of the most fun experiences of my life. So that was that was fun. Uh, hockey, Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, I went to my first game. 
actually um, not that long ago. So uh, I'm not really much into hockey, but you know it was, it was a lot of fun uh, going and watching that. Baseball team, Cincinnati Reds, same deal. We're uh, we're looking a little bit better this year, but it is. Uh, I always joke with my buddies um, that are you know that I talk to. Uh, I always joke with them. It's it's one of the best uh, cities to go watch a football game, watch a baseball game because you can come watch uh, some good teams play for cheap because our team is so bad. So may, hopefully it won't be the case for much longer. But uh, you used to be able to get like ten, fifteen dollar tickets to a Bengals or Reds game and just move down uh, to your right by the field. So basically, sit wherever you wanted. Uh, so yeah, that I always joke with them about that. But yeah, those are probably my favorite sports teams. Oh, basketball. Uh, I don't really watch basketball except for like I feel like I don't want to offend anybody, but I feel like you could watch the last five minutes of a basketball game and get everything you need to know about it. So. You know, be that as it may, um, I only really watch uh, basketball if it's in the playoffs or something. So, I would say one of my favorite non-OSU wrestlers um, would probably be Jordan Burroughs. Uh, you know, he's the man. He's the GOAT. Uh, he's going to beat Kyle Dake. Um, you heard it here first. Uh, but, yeah, probably Jordan Burroughs. I mean, how do you not like him? I mean, the guy's an animal. Uh so probably um, Jordan Burroughs or, you know, I've been watching a lot of, uh, like, old videos lately, you know, with the quarantine and everything. Flo's been putting out, like, some some old videos of guys. Uh, so we've been uh, watching, uh, me and Cleary have been watching, you know, some old national finals and some old um, some old NCAA tournaments, which has been a lot of fun. Like, just getting to see uh, some of the guys before they were the guy. But uh, I'd have to say probably other than JB, it'd probably be Ed Ruth. Just because he was so nasty and on his feet he was so good, um, you know, just that shot against, unfortunately Heflin, you know, when he kind of like crawls on the mat, that I mean, that kind of just solidified in my mind that he he's an animal, he's a freak. So um, yeah, probably those two guys, um, be my favorite favorite non you guys. Um, the only advice. That I would give to guys, you know, that aren't starting right away, or uh, maybe redshirting. Uh, just keep keep working. Um, work while you wait. You know, um, it's hard to, like I said, it's hard to, you know, see see the goal, see the objective when it when it could be years out. You know, you could be stuck behind somebody that doesn't graduate for two or three years. Uh, so it's it's hard to see and find motivation in that, but um, it's worth it. Um, because, you know, when you get that opportunity, when you get that moment to, to show your improvement, um, you don't want to be the guy that looks back and, and regrets not, not going hard at that 6 a.m. lift or uh, not, not finishing that run. Um, you don't want to be that guy um, because everyone's been that guy before, and that guy's not, not a fun guy to be. So you want to be the guy, uh, like I said, you know, when you're writing your story, you put yourself as the hero. Um, you want to be the hero. So keep training and um, keep working. You know, I think about the Kobe quote um, when he talked about how uh, he'd get up at at 3, work out at 4, 4 to 5, come home, eat breakfast, back at it again, 9 to 11, um, come back, eat, back at it again, 7 to 9. And he talked about how much work 
how much more work he got just by waking up at four. And uh, he goes on to say something, something like, um, you do that, and as the years go on, you know, you, you, your gap gets bigger. You know, the gap between you and everybody else gets bigger. And uh, he said by year five or six, it doesn't matter how hard they're training. It doesn't matter what they're doing in the summer. They're never going to catch me. Um, so, you know, that's the goal. Um, keep making that gap bigger. Uh, make sure nobody catches you. And if you know someone's outworking you, get with that guy. Uh, you know, meet up with them. Um, I think I think it makes it easier when you have someone, you know, to hold you accountable. And I think that's something that we do really good here at Ohio State. You know, we hold each other accountable. Um, it's a good place to be. You know, it's a good it's a good uh, support to have. Have guys that believe in you. Have guys that uh, want to see you succeed. And have coaches that that feel the same. And you know, just know that you're not you're not ever promised anything. You know, I mean, I think that this year has been a, a big a big slap in the face. You know, to to people that think they're promised stuff because you're not. Uh, you know, stuff can happen to where, oh, this was your dream, but it's not. It's not going to happen this year. So, um, just know that nothing nothing's guaranteed. Nothing is promised to you. You know, you're not you're not promised to be a national champ just because you go to Penn State or Ohio State or Iowa. Um, but you you are promised that you're gonna. Be in an environment where you're going to work hard and you're going to have the best chance to succeed. And I'm really grateful for that. And I'm really grateful, you know, for the coaches for continuing to believe in me. And, you know, for all my teammates uh, continuing to believe in me and, and putting their trust in me. Um, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, run it back next year. It's going to be fun. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me uh, uh, answer these questions. I'm sorry I didn't get them to you yesterday. Uh, like I said, I'm not the best, not the best typer, and I try to type out, uh, type out all the all the responses. But you know, I kind of liked, I didn't really like the way it came together, and uh, so I figured I'd I'd do this instead. But I really appreciate you having me, and uh, I can't wait to read the article. Have a good one. And that is it for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, as a reminder, please make sure you're subscribed and leave it a rating and review. See ya.